And I said, okay, we're going to coal, box braids, and locks, and we're going to put these bad boys on the blockchain. And we're going to do that. And my goal is to make sure that we're showcasing, like, you know, the beauty um, when it comes to our, you know, our hair, the art that goes to it, the process, the time. Sometimes when we get our hair done, it hurts, right? Like, and people don't understand that. And that's kind of showcase. I want to showcase, like, the, the colors. But, like, also, you feel dope and fresh when it's done, right? It's it's these beautiful things that I, I was trying to to bring to life through through this project. And I wanted to show people like what we do, especially um as black folks, uh people that, you know, get box sprays and, and locks, we do these things, yes, because we we want to protect our hair, but we, this is us. This is this is also our beauty. This is we love these things. We this is, you know, um this is art to us as well, you know. Uh, we love the designs that we make with them. We love how they look. We love how they sway and they, and they win. This is, this is us and accept us for us. Welcome to the NFT Now podcast, your go-to source to succeed in the fast-moving world of Web3. I'm Matt Medved. Each week, we interview visionary creators, builders, and collectors so you can stay up to date on the most important trends and tactics for the internet's next frontier. GM, GM, and welcome back to the NFT Now podcast. I'm Matt Medved, and today's guest is Ed Balloon, a talented Web3 artist, musician, and community leader. His new collection, Beauty Supply is Out of Do-Rags, is out today on Prohibition and tackles Black identity through the lens of generative art and music. This was one of my favorite conversations we've had on the pod to date. Ed and I go back and forth. We've got some spicy takes and ultimately get a great glimpse into the mind of a very prolific and multidisciplinary artist in this space. Before we get into it, I want to encourage you to sign up for our weekly newsletter at nftnow.com newsletter. Each week, we distill everything happening in the space into actionable insights straight to your inbox to help you keep a finger on the pulse of Web3. Without any further ado, Ed Balloon. Ed Balloon on the NFT Now podcast. How you doing, man? So glad to have you on. I am doing good. I'm so happy to be here. Finally. <laughs> finally, finally. We've known each other for a couple of years now, and I'm really excited we're getting you on because it's a super impactful time. You got some exciting, uh, exciting new project, which we're going to get into. But first, for, for those who may not know the Ed Balloon story, the saga, give us just like a brief background of how you got into Web3. Woo! It's, every time I hear it, get this question, I'm just like, man, how can I give it in short? Um, <laughs> we're going to try it. We're going to try this time. Um, pretty much what happened was, uh, you know, 2020 happened, COVID, um, and as a musician, um, we were all like, you know, I was supposed to go on a tour and the tour was canceled. And so we were just all left at home, locked out. I actually was kind of doing a side job at the same time. So I was like at the doctor's office and stuff. Um, but long story short, I had this puppet idea and I was like, we need like, you know, and I, and I created this world for it and, um, was trying to do a TV show with it, um, and that didn't get anywhere, unfortunately. Um, this is all still during 2020, and then kind of into 2021 now. And then I heard about NFTs, um, but still no one was like giving me enough information. And and then I, I came on Twitter and and saw the you know the the whole 
uh, Twitter space of NFTs and clicked it and then went down a rabbit hole. And then from there, um, started doing, um, you know, started seeing some things, issues with the space. And so came in, you know, with the idea of being an artist first, um, but started building and, you know, trying to find ways to uh, bring visibility to um, artists and people of color in, um, you know, the Web3 ecosystem. And while doing that, then um, decided to like, you know, uh, well, it was mostly like everyone saying, hey, you're an artist, you need to start dropping. And I was like, okay, let me do a drop. Like, and let me finally drop a project that um, was around my my puppet. From there, you know, started doing more drops and then ended up doing my Run Ed collection, um, which um, I dropped last year. Um, and um, I'm currently, which also had me uh, fund my pilot that I'm short from pilot. Um, but also uh, allowed me to create this generational wealth fund where I was able to buy art from um, artists of color, um, specifically Black artists um, in the Web3 space. And and yeah, I've been doing that and also still trying to, you know, find ways to bring visibility to other artists and encourage other artists um, uh, in the space to keep going and, you know, trying to be as much of a supporter as possible. Um, so yeah, that is kind of the bit of my Web3 journey thus far. <laughs> love it, man. I hope I, I was love good. it. No, because I mean... <laughs> no, that was good. You clocked in way under many of many. So that, that was excellent. You know, I remember we first connected on Twitter spaces, you know, and um and I remember like you just brought this like this energy, this passion that was like real palpable. And I remember when you dropped the the run ed um collection. And I also have this distinct memory of like walking into, I think it was like a block party, all ships event, like South by Southwest, like maybe like 21 or or so. Um, And I'm like, you know, I'm just going in. I hear this like dope music on the stage, like somebody's rocking out and I roll over and I look over and it's, and it's you and it's Ed Balloon. And like, I knew you mostly for your visual art at the time. I knew you for the puppets. I knew all that. I actually didn't know you were a musician and that you performed like that. That was super cool to see. So like, also curious to hear, like, obviously, you're a you're a multidisciplinary creator, you're somebody who thinks, you know, you think visually, you think, you know, in terms of moving images, you think in terms of, of art, and you also think in terms of music, like, how did NFTs kind of like change the creative canvas for you? Hmm. It definitely, I would say, um, it, it, it gave me so much more flexibility, I think, outside of Web3, as artists, they're like, okay, do video, do song, then cover art and needs to kind of be, you know, there's this, it's very linear. And when I came into Web3, it's like, no. It's like, what is going, at least for me. And I honestly, when I came in and I was like hearing people talk about it and their work and stuff, it also just allowed me to see it as, oh, this is a place where I can create, you know, be honest, um, disrupt, like give it. And, and, um, and so I was like, absolutely. So when it came to like, you know, starting to do like my music, uh, my music drops, I was like, how can I find a way where this kind of looks more like, I would say I want, like I, I would have conversations with people and they're like, yeah, it'd be really cool to have like a music type of video, but it's also like something that you would want to put in your living room and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh man, how do I find a way to like, you know, do something like that? And to think about that and have that in my, in my head and not to be strict to like, you know, what I would want to do, but to just have that in my head and like, and to think of like, oh, wow, like me making something is also me like 
creating fine art. It's me painting and stuff like that. And I never really like looked at making stuff like that when it came to music um, until I came into this space. And so like having conversations and just seeing other people like creating, even though they weren't musicians, it also just helped me visually um, to like see like, oh, maybe I would want to tap into that, you know, or do something where maybe if it's, just a, if it's just a still photo of like me, I can have my eyes move, my mouth move and stuff like that. Um, but but yeah, and then also like, you know, doing the performance and stuff like that. I, I really always wanted to make sure that I um, in the Web3 space that people did know that I was a musician performer. And I, I saw that it was people want, didn't really know. Um, they knew about the puppet and they knew about like the visual stop motion thing, but they didn't know that I also was a musician, even though I would say, hey, I'm a musician, but I also do this. Right. And so I, I felt like I had to like, you know, do something. And so. I'm sure we all love, you know, Guppy and them. And they were like, hey, they saw, I think they saw like a, a, a video of, of mine. Um, uh, yeah, Wola sent, if you know Wola as well, I'm an incredible person, an uh, artist in the space, uh, brought their name up. And this is before we even knew each other. Um, but they saw a video of, of me and, and Benny hit me up. He was like, hey, um, we need to have you. And I was like, okay. And, it, and I was really, was very nervous because it was my, um, it's been, it was like two years now, right? Like maybe a year. It was like, you know, it was, yeah, it was, was it 2022? It was 2022. It was two years before, like I still, you know, it's since lockdown. And so I haven't performed yet. It was, you know, and I'm never really like that nervous. I love performing. Um, but it was like, it was, I haven't performed in such a long time. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure if we're going to be up for it. And so I was kind of nervous. And, and, and so and it was like, and, it was also like a new community, like a yeah, community it was also new, a, a new like, sure. part of, yeah. And so, yeah. um, I didn't I know like, you like that, you know, <laughs> yeah, I did it. And so I, I appreciate the love. Um, but I also think a lot of people were just like, who the hell are you? Um, because they were like, I had a lot of people come up to me and they were like, um, this is your puppet that we see. And that's awesome. That's cool. But we never saw this. What are you doing? And then that was when I was like, okay, I need to start you know, showcasing that as well. Um, uh, you know, and I think it's just, you know, it's, it's progress as, I, as, I, as I've been saying. Like, you know, you have to be able to like continuously challenge yourself um, to grow, especially as an artist. That really means something. Um, it shows that you're doing something. And so, yeah, it's, it had to take that for me to continue on, you know, really pushing um, the music boundaries for me uh, in Web3 and stuff. And, and so I'm very um, blessed with that opportunity. And then from there, I started doing way more way more shows in Web3 and then outside of Web3, of course. But um, that was the beginning of like, okay, me coming back and saying, hey. And then, um, you know, uh, from there, you know, doing Dead Fellas, which was incredible and, you know, all these things. And so I, I, I think for me, um, I do love it when um, the Web3 space um, really sees the musicians in the space. Like, I think a lot of times, unfortunately, um, when it comes to NFTs, a lot of we're, like musicians are like fighting, saying, hey, we are here. You know, we are also doing these things. It matters. It counts. And um, we we tend to get dismissed a bit. Um, but to to have people in the space see like, hey, no, this, you know, the musicians have something to say. Um, they and, and to really support us where it's like, hey, we're doing this event. We would want to also make sure that we are showcasing Web3 and not only or like artists in Web3. Um, um, and not only, you know, getting artists outside of the space, um, like really being able to, like, you know, blend, blend that, um, because we're here and we're doing it. And so it makes sense. And I, and I appreciate those that do that. Like, so, so all the people who are supporting art music in the web space, um, you are appreciated. 
Yeah, man. No, I love that. I mean, and you crushed it, and it's been awesome to see. And yeah, thank you, thank you, because I know you, yeah. you were there. You're like, I, I was there, you, man. I was rocking out. I, I was like, did damn, that. Like, like, I didn't know you did yeah. that. I was, I, I and I was it. like, oh man, it. thank you so much. Uh, it it was really good to, to. It was really cool. It was like a very intimate um, event, and I just saw all these faces. And I was like, oh wow. And then I saw like the mouths, and I was like, yeah, this is this, this is what I kind of do. Um, but <laughs> but it was it beautiful, is. and it was it was really cool to be like in that in that in that in that um, element, and and have y'all see it. Yeah, I I can empathize a bit because you know I, I DJ and I produce music, but I actually didn't do any DJing like during COVID anything like that. I lay low, and then that was the whole rise with like NFT now and, and the NFT space. And so when when I like got back into DJing, so you were DJing um, prior oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, like for years prior to, wow. to all of that, you know, I've been DJing since like uh since college, honestly, like 2000, you know, it's like 2008 and then like, you know, DJ festivals during all my time at like Billboard and Spin and stuff. And so it's funny like the NFT space didn't know that side of me. It was actually Blau who got me into NFTs and Web3 originally because you know, we, uh, we like, still don't know that about you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let people but, you know. know. It, uh, you gotta let them I know, know. Like, it's funny because it is this thing because like in the space you do see a lot of DJs and stuff. And a lot of us are like, oh, did you just become a DJ because you just became a DJ? Or like, you know, like it, it, you fell right. into it while, you know, because, you know, while like maybe COVID or like, you know, just being a web feed, which is fine. Um, but to like hear that you've been doing that, um, to hear that oh yeah, you have, even if you were going, I mean, you will always have my respect, of course, but it, there's a lot more. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot more to yeah. say while you've been, You've been doing this. You've been, you know, really working on that. So that's really amazing. Yeah. And I guess my question is, did you just stop because, yeah, what, why yeah, did yeah. you stop? So I'll tell you. And so it was interesting. Um, during COVID particularly, you know, um, I've, I've always been very fortunate in that my DJing has never been my primary source of income. You know, I was in music and media for a long time, you know, founded Billboard Dance, ran Spin Magazine, um, you know, ran Content Modern Luxury, all the time DJing on the side. I got some amazing opportunities because I knew everyone in the dance music space, um, like, you know, played Tomorrowland a few times, played like, you know, EDC, like all that. It's some, some great opportunities, Ibiza. But like for me, I never had to rely on my main income. And so when the world shut down, um, it put like so many of my friends who are DJs, especially not DJs at like the top, top level, were really in a perilous place financially, right? Like they like their entire livelihood had been snatched away. And so as things started to open up again, as opportunities came, I didn't really feel comfortable taking DJ gigs because I didn't need them in the same way as like, you know, a lot of my my friends who are in the space because I was like, they've been out of work this whole time where I've still been fortunate enough to like have a job in media. Yo, stop like, making me love you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's so not, but, you I mean, know, that's, yeah, that's, it's, it's wow. like, I had to keep it real, but like, and, and also I was super busy, like building billboard, excuse me, building yeah. NFT now, but that's like, true. so what was interesting was the first NFT NYC, I actually like, that was like my official return. I DJed like, and I don't, it was the first one ever, but it was the first one since I got in the space, you know, like what, you know, uh, 2021. And, um, I, I DJed, you know, Ape Fest, you know, the, yeah. the, the boat party, Broken Steel. Like, I, I think I played like six gigs that week and everyone was like, wait, what? You DJ? And it was, it was, I had a similar moment, you know, as as you had where you're like, people are like, oh shit, like, we only knew you like as the dude with the red background on Twitter. It sucks, <laughs> like, right? Now, yeah. And, you know, here I am like, oh yeah, you know, people only see me as this or whatever. And I just did the same thing to you. Um, and, That's okay, you know? You know, but it's not good. Because I think, but it, but it also just lets us know about like what there there are people willing to like you know hear 
what we have to say and, and see what we want like what we what we have always wanted to do and and to like have a like have us get our you know our art out and our music out and, and stuff like that because I didn't like hearing this now I'm like wow like it makes so much more sense um uh but it also is really beautiful for you to like you know you know you took that pause but then you came back and and I guess for me my question to you here I am interviewing yeah. you um, but no, yeah. I, the, the best, the best podcast or conversations <laughs> um, is when you finished, like when I, when I like finished my performance, it was this, wow, I really, I really love what I'm doing. Did you get that? Like, it was something yeah. where it was like, cause you know, I was already doing things with the puppet and I was like, okay, you know if it has to be this way and only that, I guess I would be okay with it. Like, you know, cause music was, or like, you know, it was in a weird place and it still is kind of in a weird place, but it was just like, you're only making money off of touring. That's it. You know, et cetera. And so, and, yeah. see, and, and it's, it's just so much. And so I was just like, but if I perform and I really, you know, this is going to, and I told this stuff to, to myself, I haven't really told anybody, but like, you know, well, being honest in this, in this podcast, that's right. Um, I told myself, and I was, I told myself that if I, you know, based off of this performance is going to determine like, you know, if I want to continue wanting to do this, like, and if this is like something that I love, if I feel like, wow, this is like, this was a, I felt, I felt this, um, this is going to be something I'm going to want to continue want to do because it's, it's so much more like, like when you take everything away, it's just like, oh, my passion about this. And I guess that's my question for you. Did you feel like, oh this is something that I need, right? Like it becomes like a, oh, I need this. Like this just changed, like <laughs> this love that you really can't put in words. Um, it's more felt um, as all artists. Um, but but yeah, I just wanted to, to hear that because yeah. that's kind of how I felt after my performance. And I was like, oh. I realized how much I missed it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like, you know, cause like it, it, until you feel it again, like the energy from the crowd and all that, like that exchange, like, you know, it, it's easy to compartmentalize it and all that, but it's like, yo, once you feel it again, you love it. And, you know, for me, one thing that I think is like, it was, it was really special too. It was like, kind of like sharing that with like new communities and like all these different gigs across there. And like, that was the, that was the NFT NYC where I ended up meeting a lot of people that I was friends with online, you know, for the first time in person and for them to like, be like, come to the gig and like see it. It was really, really um, special. And, you know, for, for me also, it's like, you know, I always, I, I keep that going. Like, obviously have to, I have to pick my battles, you know, because running NFT now takes a ton of my time Absolutely building though, this, you know, it, it, it's got to take yeah, all, you know, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like, you know, last year, last year, I actually, I, I had, I had one festival gig, but it was Tomorrowland and that was really special. Um, and so like returning there, Congrats. after, How after was that? been three years. It's just like the best experience, man. That's one of my favorite festivals. It's like they do an amazing job with production. They've also gotten into the NFT space, which is cool. And so they had like, I was cool, like meeting their whole team, like I've been doing their Web3 stuff. But like, you know, that the level of like production that they bring, the level of like care that they bring, um, they're on another level. It's just, it's been one of my favorite festivals for a long time. And so like, just being able to play and, and that was like the biggest stage I'd played there too, was, was just really, really special. And I got to like, you know, I was, I was, it was like a reunion, like all my friends who were DJs who I used to see all the time because, you know, when I was at Billboard Spin, I was covering festivals. I was, you know, all over the place. I was at every festival, everything. I hadn't seen some of these guys in like three years because of COVID. So it was really good to catch up. And you better believe I told, you know, I was, I was, you know, getting, I was onboarding left and right. Let me help you get it set up on NFTs, Web3, all that. I think one more um, question, one more. And then we can, yeah. you can okay. go away. I got you. Let's go. 
culture, like that culture, like even like even you're talking about in the authenticity, like the authentic relationships and you saying going to festivals and like I can just hear like the love of just music and passion and that. What do you think is a way to bring that into, or not even like, because I mean, I'm not saying that it's not in the Web3 space or in music space, right? Like how can we, if anything, find ways to, um, to to bring attention to that and also like make sure that it, that's happening and which is happening in Web3 um, so because we're onboarding, right? We're like trying to get people to, and it's more of like an onboarding to think to like say, hey, this is a way for you to also find freedom as an artist, et cetera. This is a tool. Like how do we find ways to like, because it's something that I always struggle with, but I, I, I do want to see others, you know, out here. Um, I feel like the more, the merrier, the movement, like having authentic artists who are like, hey, we're here for this and that, you know, it, it, it matters a lot to me and it helps change, like change, it helps with, you know, the narrative and trying to change the narrative to something that we all, we all like approve of. Just like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what music, this is music. This is what we're, you know, we're out here. This is, this is our heart out here, you know? And I guess that, that's my question. Just like, how do you, do they even ask these questions? Are they like, oh, I don't know. It's. No, it's a great question. Like it, it's something I think a lot about because so much of my, you know, my career has been in music. Um, you know, one of the things that like I, I think is really critical for like the future of, of Web3 music, you know, and, and all the forms that it takes is like really tapping into the power of fandom. Mm. Um, you know, for me, it was interesting is like, you know, growing up, my dad collected uh, rare Beatles memorabilia. He's like the biggest Beatles fan I know. And so I understood from an early age the idea of like collectability around music, like that value proposition. It's like, you know what? Not anybody, anybody can go to uh, stream Abbey Road, but not everyone has the signed vinyl signed by all four Beatles. And now that signed vinyl is a, tr- is a, you know, immutable trackable token that can also be your backstage pass. It can get you yeah. the, the meet and greets. It can get you the fan club membership. It's like, you know, creates this incredible direct connection between an artist and a fan. So like that always clicked for me, but I also have to recognize that for many people, um, there's a bit of a gap in understanding on like the value proposition because we went from paying, you know, $15, $20 for one CD to $9.99 for all the music in the world. And so like the ownership <laughs> of that, like the, the value proposition of ownership of music is something that I think a lot of the masses um, still don't quite understand. And that's one of the reasons why I think like the Web3 music space is still nascent. Um, and, and I do think that when you character when you characterize it in terms that people do understand, which is like fandom and access mm. and like exclusive opportunities to like reach these these you know artists that they look up to um, and have these incredible moments that mean the world to them, like that's where like we can get beyond talking about the technology and more about the incredible things it empowers. I, I agree with that. I think we kind of um, focus a lot on technology is great, um, but you know you want to get people in and you know, what is on the surface of that technology is, you know, the art, the music, those things. And so you really want to make sure that that is what's pulling people in and then keep them in with technology. And so, and so I, I agree. Um, and yeah, I, I love vinyls. Um, I want to get back into that uh, collecting. Yeah. Um, I want to hear from you, man. Like obviously as a musician yourself, navigating this space, seeing the different sides of it, like What's your state? Um, what's like? What's your take on like the state of music NFTs, Web three music, and like what do you think it'll take to kind of like take take this ecosystem to the next level? Yeah, so I, I really think, and it's weird because I feel like it's right there and it's always dismissed. IRL concerts, like you know, 
right off the back, like ticketing tickets, you know, easy. Um, uh, but I, I really feel like there is this thing about making sure that folks understand like what's happening, like the culture. For me, I came into music, I mean, until in Web3 with the, the idea or, you know, with the notion that, hey, this is a bunch of us disrupting what we knew, what we saw, like what we thought we knew, the patterns and stuff like that. And so coming into, you know, Web3 um, and seeing like the difficulties of just people not really understanding, you know, um, music as an entity um, and having to like kind of, you know, teach that in a way. And I guess, you know, um, there is a stubborn stubbornness in some of us, like me, where you're like, even though I don't really act on it because I understand, right? Not everyone is going to consume things or understand things as you because you all may have different experiences. Um, but, you know, it, it is something where I'm like, man, okay, how do I find ways to, 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 to make them, to make this work, to, to, to have conversations and just like, okay, have you, you like music, dope. And you like visual art. Cool. Maybe we need to blend it too sometimes. Um, maybe that is a way to have those who are here, you know, understand, oh, this is a way of like, you know, getting this new collectible and seeing it as a collectible. Um, but also seeing it as something like fine art as well. I think there's like, you know, music hasn't even been um, looked at um, to me, uh, to my knowledge, as something that's fine art. So I feel like even in being in Web3, it allows us um, the flexibility to be able to not only be this one thing. Uh, we have, you know, um, scenarios where music can also be fine art. We have scenarios where it can only be a collectible, a collectible that is fine art. Why not? Um, but I also, I see it as it not only ending there, in the digital realm, right? We have these things that we can use as, hey, we'll have a, we have a concert happening. You get a discount ticket or you can go to the VIP thing. And that was when I did my my um, my uh, uh, event in February for Black History Month um, with a blockchain, um, you know, I that was my goal. My goal was to like kind of expose other artists as well. And, you know, I had Web3 artists on as well as, you know, artists, well, artists in Web3 on and artists that were not in Web3 on. And I wanted to like really just expose people to what you can do uh, with the technology, but also still know that the culture is here. Like this is a culture that we're trying to create as well, right? Like music is first and art is first, and this is what we're getting. But you're just using, you know, NFTs and, you know, digital collectibles to get, um, you know, access to this event. Which, why not? Because now you can build on that, right? Now you can reward people. That was my goal of just exposing that, um, exposing people to that. Um, and so I think um, there is a lot of examples for like how this works. Um, I just want us to be able to like really like support that. I feel like it's just always like someone else has to do it. Like we, this should be a movement of just like, okay, we're all doing this. Like, why not? Like, you know, let's do this. Because I, I feel like, um, the louder it is, the more people are going to be like, you know, uh, are going to talk about it um, and are going to be, you know, be willing to be like, are going to be curious and, and be willing to like look it up and, and figure out, oh, this makes sense. And why not? And 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 I think that's the goal for us to be to be doing that. And and, I, and I'm seeing more. I would say music in the space has definitely progressed from where it was in 2021 and so that that uh, when I look back, I'm like, okay, we are we're making strides. And so and so, yeah, I I I do I do see progress. And and so I'm 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 hopeful. Um, I'm out here, so you know, 
that's you know that's <laughs> i'm gonna be out here and i'm gonna continue on to find ways to to make this work as you know with my project um that i'm dropping um the beauty supplies out of do-bags like i yeah. let's talk more about that yeah tell me more yeah i i incorporated the vinyl with that and 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 so like uh my thing was more like so I, there's a lot of things that are with this project which is why it's like so important to me um on the music uh music side i wanted to make sure that i made a vinyl i wanted to make something physical and a lot of times we were like oh let's make a physical you know a lot of the visual artists um that are solely visual artists you know they just have the pieces and stuff and i'm like okay that's cool but i'm a musician right so what really connects i mean i could do that but i'm also just like oh it'd be dope to have a vinyl because you know that's that makes sense um and i was like okay dope like if we can if we can have you know a vinyl as a component um so like uh to to um collecting a piece i think that would that would make a lot of sense um it also you know really ties into ties in the music and in, into this um but i also wanted to uh be make an example or be the example um for others to kind of follow i think um when i came into the music space you know um mid journey wasn't there yet um and dolly wasn't there yet so i mean now people can you know do what they want and that's cool um but there's this also beautiful thing um tapping into gen art right like i decided to do this project but i did it with i mean i, I have a dev on my team dan chapman incredible um, so you know i had that privilege um but um, there are a lot of devs in the space who are incredible. Um, and as an artist, a musician, a lot of times um, it's always just like, oh, how can we find ways to make our art and, you know, do these things for the covers and stuff like that? And I was just like, huh, you know, it will be really cool if a lot of these artists now found ways um, to collaborate with these devs. Um, because now it's not only solely of them trying to find someone or outsource like their work to like someone. Now they're actually a part of it. Um, and, the, you know, like this, 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 this project was a collaborate, you know, it was a collaboration with the dev and me and, the, you know, my, my dad didn't know, Dan didn't know anything really about like, you know, gen, gen art or anything. Um, I, I kind of knew that and I had the visuals and, the, you know, the ideas and stuff, but he had, he knows how to code. And so, um, it was my way of just saying, Hey, how do we find ways to like, you know, um, you know, work together to, to make this happen, um, to then make this piece. To the, that we can also like now put on um, vinyls, um, and 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 so I, I feel like we're just you know checking off boxes with that. You also have ChatGPT now, so you can do that as well. But there is um, some difficulties with that as well. So you know, it's just my way of also showing the example of that when it comes to the music with this project. Um, and I, I do hope people see that, and it gives them, if anything, like you know, an idea of like, oh, there's not one way of doing something uh, when it comes to like putting your music out or, or your workout. Amazing. What, what, um, let's dive in a little bit about like the generative element. Like what, what excites you about generative art? What inspired the, uh, like, like getting that element going for you? Yeah. So after the one egg collection, I was like, okay, this is dope. I did it. I did this. You know, I did a whole bunch of things. It was animation. It was music. It was sound, voiceover, all those things. Um, and, and then I, I started seeing, like, I became friends with um, Eric Snuffro. And I brought him onto the... Great guy. Um, <laughs> we love Eric. We love, we love, we love Eric. Him. We do. Um, I also became, um, crazy enough, good friends with Kevin Rose. We love K-Row. Um, hey. um, He's been know. on the podcast, too. <laughs> 
he's been on yeah he came on right before moonbirds yeah 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 see like um and and so um and they love jen i mean of course you know uh eric you know is the founder of our blocks um but you know kevin like you know i think it was kevin and like i mean i was cool with eric i'm not sure how it came about of just like where the love came but or uh, who brought the love to like maybe i was like oh this is I'm starting to get this, but I, I definitely was like having conversations and and I had a lot of people come up to me. They're like, you should do a gen, a gen odd project. And I was like, should I? Like, I don't know. I don't really get it. It doesn't make any sense. And then I started to like look at more of the world. I feel like it's so weird. Like you in the space uh in Web3, it's like everyone's kind of in, or at least at this time, it was like this like isolation in a way. And if you were like kind of new, um, you didn't really know what was going on in our blocks. It was like its own, it was own thing. And I I stumbled across it because I, I started to become friends with other people who, you know, everyone knew about it. And I was like, damn, I must be out of the loop or something because I'm, I'm just finding out about this. Um, but then I found out, I went on the, you know, the our blocks um, site and I just started seeing all these works done. And I, I started, and then it wasn't only that, I, went, I started also going like, FK hash just started seeing all these beautiful works being done and um and even works from like artists that i loved not even knowing it was code and i was like man so this is all code and they're like yeah this is code and um from there i was like gosh I, you know and that that's a challenge <laughs> in itself and i'm also someone who's like oh we're gonna try that because that's dope. Um, and I'm like, we have like, and that, that was what it is. It was, it was for me. And it just, from there, I started building on, I'm like, oh man, like working with someone, like, you know, this is what we're talking about. When we talk about this space about, hey, we can collaborate. This is what I was also seeing too. I was like, hey, this is where we co- collaborate. Where you have the artists like legit co- collaborating with the tech, you know, and in this way, like that is the collaboration. And, and, um, um, so I started finding that to be more beautiful. But I also, like, and it, it took a while. And I, I always, like, I, I definitely, like, through this whole process, I definitely um, uh, recommend a lot of people just, like, you know, check it out. Check it out. Ask those questions. Do some research. Talk about it a little bit. Um, because it, 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 it really is, um, and I don't even know how to find the words, but it is really something. It, it's it is really incredible to see how you can make like legit use a tech and, and you can see it form, right? And you and you're seeing the code form and then what is being created, like the output of it. And you're like, man, this is what you know my ideas came to, and this is how you were able to find the code to like make this work. Um and 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 so um from but like seeing like you know things of like you know the squiggle, of course, um, but even other works. Um, and there's just so many, like, unfortunately, I can't say the, the names of the artists, but like, you know, uh, uh, I, I definitely was just like, okay, this, this is, there's not one way of doing this too. It's like, it doesn't have to be this, you can like really be, it's, it's really your idea on this and, and really showcase that. And, and so, and so, yeah, I, I was like, okay, how do I find ways to do this? And I'm not, I'll be honest. Um, that's why I say shout out to Eric, um, because, um, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of conversations that had to happen that I need that a lot of, a lot of conversations. I mean, maybe not even a lot, but 
uh, conversations need to have um, need to have happened for me to really make sure that I was putting 100% into this new medium that I was trying to try out. Um, I think a lot of times um, uh, people just want to try things because, oh, yeah, this is cool, which is fine. But when you want to try, you better make sure you're putting 100% in it. Um, and, and people like Eric were like, oh, definitely were like, okay, if you want to do this, if you want to try this, you better put 100% in it. And that's why I appreciate him because um, he definitely wasn't someone who was like, yeah, let me give you a tap on the shoulder. He's like, no, you like this is if this is what you want. This is what something that you want to do. Cool, but you need to put one hundred percent in this. And um, and he said it in his own type of way, in his own type of words. Of course, he's incredible. But that's how I took it as, and it it, it made me want to go back because we had a we had a whole different idea before, and it made me go back, um, and and really like you know think about what I'm trying to 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 put out and why and even though it's in a different medium that does not mean i should restrict myself from doing it it doesn't mean that it can't be possible find the ways of how it can be possible you know and 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 so and and so like yeah like that's um it was uh it was a journey even within this whole like you know uh progress or i mean like with with this whole thing of like you know making this happen um and and i think that's why I find it to be so beautiful. Um, as we like at, at the end, it, it, it was, it was something where I was like, you know, I'm just going to try this out and, you know, do it to, Oh no, I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to make sure I'm able to be, have these conversations. We're going to get into the ugliness of it. I'm going to like, you know, have to take pictures of my locks, you know, do what I need to do to see if we're getting to like, you know, um, getting it right say, hey, that doesn't work. You know, like, I think for me too, it was just a lot of like, yeah, it's not, it's not doing what it's doing, what we needed to do. Like, how do we get, get into that? Um, or the curvature of the braids, you know, a lot of those things. Um, it also depended on me being honest um, about things. Um, and, uh, but also honest with like my dad and, and my dad being honest with me and just like, hey, this is what we can do, right? And, 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 and us trying to find a way to like make this work. And the frustration, all of that, right? Um, it was necessary for us to still get to this awesome product. Um, and I don't, and, and for me as a musician, um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things I, I do have control over, you know, and at B, there's a lot of things I have control over too, but this one where I didn't have as much control, like it was a 50, like it was more just like, yeah, I didn't have as much. Or the, as much you had to relinquish, you had to relinquish some control, right? Yeah, and it was like- That's powerful. Yeah, and, and it was that, it was legit. Um, give and take. What do we? What do we do? And you had to be honest in it. It was, you know, kind of like a relationship. You know, you got to be honest with that. It's not going to work. And and um, and for us to get to this, you know, to this product where we were both, where we were all like, wow, this is incredible. Um, I think uh, for my dad, he's, you know, he's never seen himself as an artist or something like that. But this was like him, you know, stepping into that, and he was just like, wow, I can't believe we de- we did this. This is like amazing, and. Um, and so that's a beautiful thing too. So like to say, Hey, no, you, we can do this. Um, right. And cause a lot of times when it comes to, um, and I, I think I definitely went on a rant. You asked me this question, Matt, and I definitely went, God knows okay. where, you know, no. 
I, no, I love I love where we end up, ended up, and you know we're talking about the you know generative art branching into that new side of the of the of the with your art form, and you know let let's talk a little about the vision too. Like you know, so beauty supply is out of do rags. This is going to be out on prohibition July nineteenth, which is the day this pod is running. So out today uh, on on prohibition. I know. Let's get excited um, like it's the day. Yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get it going. This is exciting, right? Um, so like just like tell us a little bit about like the overarching like vision behind the project and also like you know i think it's it's the it's it's the first supply the first project on prohibition too it's a new platform yeah so it's the first project happen? on yeah. prohibition it's also i believe and i could be wrong but i'm i think i'm kind of sure one of the first projects that actually um uh is going to like display you know box braids and locks right on the on the on the chain um through gen art um i would say and yeah, and I, I kind of was getting into this um, when we were, like, talking about it. But um, this project, as I'm saying, like, it's, it's so vulnerable because I went to this, talking to, like, you know, Eric and stuff like that. I remember Eric saying, he was like, I'm going to be honest, he was like, you know, when you're doing something, make sure you really know what you want to say. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you know... I know what I'm saying, though, but I didn't really know. I think my goal was really to make sure, like, hey, I'm just going to put something out there or whatever because I'm trying something new, which is cool, but I have something to say. And, you know, maybe Eric knew without knowing, uh, but um, it was, and I, and I, and I, and, and it was, I did, at this time, I did like a drop on Super Rare. And if you haven't seen it, it's called, you know, um, uh, uh, child ball on, on a tree and it was um it's on super and it, it was a music piece and it's music nft um uh and i was using my locks and i you know manipulated it in a way where you know it was like a tree branch and stuff like that and i had these balls on it and it was really cool um i, I loved it um and i had a few people you know asking me questions regarding that and, and it was you know in a way where um, it was, there was a disconnect there and that kind of triggered me and, but I didn't really want to talk about it. And it's like, you know, uh, whatever. And, um, after that conversation with Eric, I, I was like, maybe that should be, you know, what I talk about. Um, and it wasn't even so much of maybe it was like, this is something I should talk about, but I'm afraid to talk about it. I'm afraid to talk about it because I'm not sure how it's going to be looked at. Um, as a black dude, as a black artist, it's always like this very difficult fine line of like, oh, what you can talk about, what you can't talk about. And um, I was afraid. And even though I'm someone that's very vocal about these things, I still find my places of just like, oh, I'm scared to talk about this. And I wasn't too sure why. But I did know like from these conversations, I found myself kind of triggered, you know, and they bring me back to like, oh yeah, you know, hair. And like a lot of times growing up, hey, you need to shave your hair or you can't have your locks or you're not going to get that job or you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. And what I found so odd was I'm hearing these things, kind of, like, you know, it brought me back to that place from this, you know, conversations um, uh, uh, in, this, um, in this ecosystem. And here we have, like, you know, JPEGs and PFPs of, like, you know, these animals wearing do-rags. And I'm like, 
oh, did we not know that these do-rags actually are here for, you know, hair protection? Like, they're legit, I use to protect your hair. And so um, I found it to be so odd how that is, you know, if anything, revered and loved and respected, even though it wasn't, you know, a couple, you know, a couple years or several years ago. Um, but it is now. But, you know, talking about something like that when it comes to, like, my hair, it's weird or it's it's a there's a disconnect there. It's, uh, uh, I, I would say, a place where we don't talk about it or something like that. And so, and, and and so, this project, I was like, okay, how do I talk about this? And I and I and I talk, would talk to people like Kevin Rose and stuff like that, who were definitely helpful and supportive. Just like you know, um, how I would approach this. Um, but at the end of the day, it was more of like, okay, my voice, and also Patrick too. Patrick, um, incredible. But it was very difficult um, to talk about this. But I was like, it needs to be out there. And I said, okay, we're going to code box braids and locks, and we're going to put these bad boys on the blockchain. And we're going to do that. And my goal is to make sure that we're showcasing, like, you know, the beauty um, when it comes to our, 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 you know, our hair, the art that goes to it, the process, um, the, uh, uh, the time, um, Sometimes when we get our hair done, it hurts, right? Like, and people don't understand that. And that's kind of showcase. I want to showcase like the, the colors, but like also you feel dope and fresh when it's done, right? It's, it's these beautiful things that I, I was trying to, um, to bring to life through, uh, through this project. And I wanted to show people like what we do, especially um, as black folks, uh, people that, you know, get box sprays and, and locks, we do these things. Yes, because we, we want to protect our hair, but we, this is us. This is this is also our beauty. This is we love these things. We this is you know um, this is art to us as well. You know um, we love the designs that we make with them. We love how they look. We love how they sway and they and they wind. Um, this is this is us um, and accept us for us. Um, and that kind of is a statement I'm saying. Um, and then also for me is accept me. I need to accept me for me. You know even more sometimes. I think sometimes I I I. I I'm afraid sometimes, and I can understand the world is not easy on people like me sometimes. And so I find my find myself, even though I always say I'm very vocal, or I I think I'm really good at hiding it. Um, I, I I I I do find myself hiding sometimes, and so this is a way of me not hiding, and really being out there, and and really putting that on the map, but also showing like you know how much I love my culture and sh- showing. Um, and educating people on like what this is and and um, what like what this is about and um, and being willing to take that and t- take that education in and say oh this is this is a beautiful um, this is a beautiful collection and I'm and I'm learning so much more and that's okay it's I I want this to be you know um, something that also educates as well I know I'm not the best educator um, and I don't expect to have all the answers. Um, but I, I, I do hope that this one leads to more conversations, leads to more visibility on narrative. And that was something I, I cared about as well. Um, um, and I really do deeply care about more now um, than ever is narrative um, and making sure that the narrative is out there. Um, but also really building conversations um, about things, about these things and, 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 and hopefully seeing, you know, um, things change in the world. Uh, but, you know, uh, you can only do so much things. Uh, but yeah, that that was how this came about. And, you know, I added all the other things with it. 
Um, but it was, you know, um, that is how the beauty, um, the beauty supply is out of do rags uh, came to be. And um, the title is um, the beauty, the beauty supply to also let people know is, um, is a story. It's usually found in uh, predominantly, um, you know, black areas or in like in, like in inner cities um, where, you know, a lot of uh, people of color, um, specifically also black, um, will go to find, uh, you know, hair products, um, you know, necessary, you know, for the hair. And majority of the time, do-rags would be there. And so uh, my whole thing was like, okay, you know, um, going to the beauty supply, um, but also seeing that there's no do-rags. And so you have no choice but to let the world see what you um, what you have, like what your hair is and all that. And it was more of me also saying, Hey, this is what I have. This is what, I, this is, this is who I am. And, you know, uh, the do act is a way of like trying to hide that, but you don't have the do act. So you have to let the world see what it is and they have to accept you for who you are. Um, and so that is also the statement that I'm, I'm making with this, with this incredible project. And so I'm just very thankful. Um, I'm seeing a lot of love and, and yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really cool, but that's why it's very vulnerable because, like, oh man, like, um, I didn't expect this to be, um, you know, you don't, when you're in it, you're like, you're doing it, you're like, okay, I'm doing this, whatever. But when it comes to like the drop date and all these things, you're like, oh my gosh, they're going to see this part of me. And I'm not sure that I'm ready, but you know, it's, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing when um, you do it and you just, you're like, hey, at the end of the day, this is who I am. And so I, I am. I'm very thankful uh, for the for the the love, and it's on Albertrum and Prohibition, which I wasn't expecting. I you know I was expecting to like put this on all blocks and stuff, and then randomly out of nowhere, Prohibition came, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing a drop." I mean, we're doing we're dropping our we're launching our platform, and I was like, "What? You are okay? Maybe?" And then I talked to Jordan and the team, and Eric was like, "I love them," and I was talking to Jordan, and the team was incredible, and they, you know, they said something about, oh, we're like, you know, we're like definitely the punks of the of the space or something like that. And I was like, you know, I'm all about disruption. And when you said something like, when you say something like that, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with you. And 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 so, um, it it it, it was at the right time, just right timing, and 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 they also just very um have been very helpful and and um supportive of like you know the narrative and what i'm trying to do and what i'm trying to bring um uh to 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 the space and i'm just very thankful to, to have that support especially with this project so shout out to prohibition shout out to layer two it's my first time being on the layer two um shout out to uh size chad who you know is also incredible too so this is a lot of people it just you know it it it, 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 it there's just a lot of pieces um, that I, I connect into the puzzle and it just makes a lot of sense and it made a lot of sense to just, you know, go with Prohibition. And I, I think if anything, I'm just really excited and happy um, to be um, to be dropping this with, you know, dope people around. So, so yeah. Love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing all the backstory, the meaning, you know, getting oh, vulnerable. Um, no, I, I, love, I love listening. I love learning about it. And I think it really carries through in, in the art as well and everything you've, you've done around it. Um, you know, I was lucky to get a couple sneak peeks of some things that you got, you got cooking for the, you know, for the week. So, um, I, I'm, I'm super excited, man. And congratulations, you know, for like leaning into your authentic self for it. That's really powerful. Oh, thank you so much. I think, um, 
I, I, I wanted to like make sure that I was like, oh, I really want to do some of the NFT now. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, but I, I also, well, here um, we are. <laughs> um, but I also am just very, I just want to get this story out as much, like to, as much as possible. I think it's important. Um, this is something that I was like, this is very important. Um, it's very important to, to, to see, you know, uh, something that's very connected to who you are, but to also a lot of others. Um, and, and to see it being documented on the blockchain through art. And, and so I really want to, you know, I really want to get that story out there and, and this story out there and let it continue. Um, but it was something where I saw, I was like, no one has ever done box braids or locks with gen art. We're going to do that. <laughs> and people were like, oh, you should, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're going to figure it out. And I'm just happy we figured it out. <laughs> but, you know, that, there's one thing about having an idea and you're like, okay, we're going to do this. And you're definitely seeing all these outputs. And you're like, oh, no, um, this ain't working. Or this, I don't know. Um, and then people, like, you know, I also am someone, I'm really, I'm about, you can tell me about this too, like how you are as an artist, right? When it comes to <laughs> getting feedback, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, you definitely have to go to the right people um, yeah. that you can trust. But yeah. <laughs> it definitely is something where I'm like, I hope you love this. Because if you don't love it, I'll be in shambles. But also, I'm going fi- to figure this out. I'm going to fix this. But also, I feel right. like sometimes you kind of know. I don't know. You're kind of like, I, I don't yeah, know if this yeah, is going to yeah. work. I don't know if it's going to work. And so just seeking, seeking like that second. Yeah. 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 And, and so, um, there are a lot of people that are like, no, and, <laughs> and straight up, straight say, up. Say, say, <laughs> no, um, but there are also some people who are like just very love, lovely and nice. And they're like, Oh, I, I see it now. Oh, I, I see what you're trying to do there. Um, overall, I'm just thankful for, you know, people like that as well. And, and I guess I was like, like, do you do that with people? Do you like tend to go? Oh yeah, with the yeah, playlist and like, hey, is this gonna work? What do you feel? Playlist, like, you know, I always say like, because I, I grew up, you know, I grew up in creative writing, man. Like, so I was like, you know, journalism is like one element of writing for me. You know, it was like very practical application. But I grew up like writing poetry, writing stories, writing songs, and like, you know, so for me, the workshop has always been like a part of my experience from an early age. And so like, it it built really thick skin for me. Mm-hmm. Like I like. I do not like, I am not sensitive around, like if you give me constructive criticism, I love it. You know what I mean? Like I do not take shit personally. Like I'm like, if this will, if this is like, I'm like, yo, I don't want, like, don't pull punches. Like, tell me, tell me what's good about it. Tell me what's terrible about it and tell me how it can improve. But it makes you, know? you better, like, right? Exactly, it makes you exactly. better. And I think that's something I do. Um, and I don't know if we want to have this conversation. It's kind of spicy. Um, and, yo, you know, we love the spice <laughs> on FT now. Let's go. But I, I do wonder how do you feel sometimes when it comes to artists um, hearing that or like, I don't know. Mm. I, I, it's so, it, not, I, in everyone a way, is, I, not everyone's ready for it. Not, not everyone, a lot of people take, a lot of people take it personally. And I understand that as an, like, as an artist, like I get it. Like, you know, it took, it's only cause I was trained from an early age to like separate myself from the work in a sense. And like, yeah, sometimes it still hurts, right? It still hurts a little, but ultimately I recognize that that's part of the process to like refine the the diamond, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like you don't do that without the flame and like all that, you know? And so um, for me, it's like, um, 
for me, it's like it, I, I built up that like thick skin to it. But if I'm, you know, if an artist asks me their opinion, like, you know, I'm not necessarily, if I don't know like that they can take it, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll cushion it. You know, I'll be, I'll be soft about it. I'll be like, like, this is really dope. I love this about it. I love this. Here's an idea about this. Like maybe this could be something different. Again, it's just my opinion, you know, yeah. not too true to you, but it's like, there's a nice way to relay it. But, um, but sometimes other artists have been like, yo, tear it apart. Just to go, go tear it and apart. I also, and I'll, I'll, I also you know, do I'll tell them how I really think. Yeah. And I also do one or two because I feel like sometimes, um, like even with gen art, right? Like, I feel like you have to have a taste for it. Um, like some people still don't really get it or it's still still kind of new to them or whatever, or they maybe need, need to just need to find that piece or that collection that really clicks with them. Um, um, but like, even with me, like I had some people say, oh, it's just not, it's not my, it's not my thing. And I was like, okay. And I was like, you know, and I was like, okay, uh, you know, and and I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's it, and that's, for something for me, I'm like, okay, you know, sometimes, it just don't hit for some people. Um, how do you take that when you're just like, okay, it doesn't hit for some people versus, oh, it just isn't good. You need to make some fixes, right? Like that's a little hard. It's a little harder, right? Yeah. Like if it just doesn't hit, it's like then it's like the black box. Like the black box. I don't know why it's not working. Like is it this? Is it that? Is it them? Is it me? Like you know what I mean? Like that can like you know I almost prefer I'd almost prefer like a clear cut like like criticism mm. than like. Uh, you know, you know, it's what they say. It's like that there's nothing worse than indifference. Right. Mm. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like that's kind of that vibe. Right. But I guess that's, that also depends on like like how big the, your vocabulary is when it comes to dissecting and um, explaining um, art um, and what you're trying to get from it or what you want to get from it or what should be, you know, giving from the from from it. Um, yeah. So there's so many things I want to just ask that question because I feel like I, I was seeing yeah. a few things on the timeline and I was like oh yeah so I'm, I'm I am starting to see a lot a little bit of more people kind of be a little bit spicy and yeah it is kind of but it it, it it also is like oh I don't know why do you think that is is it is it just like bear market climate like it's or people are getting like you know it's like stress levels are high like tensions are higher like sales aren't coming in I'm curious like what what do you think's not contributing Yeah I think it's all all those things possibly um, I think there are some people who are like yo I'm being um I'm being you know some collectors are like hey yo yeah, people are hitting me up to buy all the work and not all the work I want to buy um or I don't feel like it's there so and you know, or it's just not, it's not hitting me, but I don't know if I can say these things. Right. And that's another thing. Another thing, you know, is also just like, Hey, there are people who are like, are you doing enough to like find different artists? Or like, you know, what are you stuck in this bubble? Are you trying to find other things? Are you trying to find other works that are going to like really, um, you know, uh, I would say expand your palette. Um, but also like, I, I also like, things that you feel like you would want to collect. So that's another thing. Um, and yeah, then you have the bear market and all those things and those vibes. Um, but I, I also just feel like there is this this need. I, one thing for me, I am definitely like, even though I know people like the spicy takes and I'm saying them like, oh yeah, people are getting a little spicy. And I'm like, a bit it's like, oh, I don't like, it's too, it's too much. You don't have to go that hard. But then I'm like, oh, it is refreshing that we're human sometimes. And I mean like, not where it's, you know, offensive or stuff like that, but you're just like, okay, you're just saying your take and it's, 
you know, I think sometimes we are kind of in this echo chamber, toxic positivity thing. And I'm like, it's not the world. Um, and so, you know, um, but I, I, I do, I, I, I do, um, I, I do like really uh, appreciate those who are able to like, I, I just feel like sometimes your opinion doesn't matter. Like if, unless someone asks you for your opinion, right? Um, but if you really want to be constructive, if you really want to help somebody, I don't think it's wrong to like, you know, especially if that's someone that you're like cool with or whatever. I don't think it's wrong with like hitting someone in the DMs or like, you know, outside and saying, hey, why not this or whatever? And I feel like maybe that's happening. I don't know if it's enough though. I don't know if that people are doing that enough. I also don't know if, you know, um, and like, and like, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, if it is the right thing to, as I'm starting to like think about it, if it's the right thing to like, you know, say things publicly of just like, oh, this isn't good. Um, versus like going behind the scenes and saying, hey, this is not working or like, and, and this is why and stuff like that. But I also um, feel like, you know, as a, as a space that's a small, you know, ecosystem, we do have a lot um, to prove. We have a lot and mm. there's a lot of pressure on us, right? And we have, you know, we have the scams every day. We have, you know, media getting to the scams and stuff. And so it's like, how do we find ways to like make sure that we are being loud about these things? And so good art, you know, people rallying around that and, and you know, but also like dope artists and all types of artists, you know, um, these things being, ha- having these things at the forefront really does help. Um, change that narrative. And so I'm all about that as well. And so I just really want to find the balance of, you know, I think the balance really for me is just making sure that everything's authentic. And I, that's kind of what I want. I just want authenticity. So, so yeah. <laughs> you, and me, you and me both. Um, but, but Eddie, you know, if there's a, if there's a spicy take that you like, that you want to get off your chest, you know, you're, you are welcome to do it right here, What's right now. What's the spicy take? And I might follow. <laughs> What's my spicy take? <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a good one. Um, you know, like off the top of my head, like a good a good spicy take. I mean, look like, you know, I, I think it's something that like we've been saying for a bit, but like it feels a little spicier when I'm having the conversations. It's like, yo, like web to media is fucking broken. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the entire media model that publishers are doing right now is broken. Web to media and the like, web to industry. Yo, we have people yeah, on strike like, right now. Listen, it's just and 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 it's also like, man, they're about to destroy us, um, Matt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, like we we wrote like a whole manifesto around this for you know before the now pass launch and all this, like like about that. And it's like you know these high things, but it's like you know when I see it day to day, like I I was you know like I was at Can Lions, which is like you know mm. a big a big, big you know like. It was interesting, man, because it was like a big meeting point for like the media industry, for ad tech, for like all of that. And like speaking to a lot of the legacy media execs out there, I'm like, they're so caught up in this broken machine, like this broken machine. And like, it's so clear, like, you know, from the top down that like that this is just it's it's a clickbait race to the bottom. It's heading the wrong direction. All these things. That's why we're trying to do it differently. But it's like, you know, you you like. It, you start to feel the spice <laughs> when you like actually have that rather than being real clinical about, well, this is why it's broken. This is this. But then you start to see like really good people, smart people, like people who are hardworking, people Just who are, are trying them. to, 
Yeah, who are just like caught caught in that machine. And, you know, dog, like, I mean, I, I was too, you know, when I was in the legacy media world, like, you know, it was all about clicks. It was all no about explanation traffic. Either it was all why about, you're just you know, doing it. Yeah. Why you're just, oh, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is just the way. And then I think that's yeah. what it is for all of us. We're like, oh, it doesn't have to be that way. And, no. And, and then when you do it, more, why, you're like, I don't think that's a good way. And so, and so, but like, now you're kind of, there's like not that many of people that think like you, right? And so right. now you're going and back like, <laughs> to these places. And it's like, yeah, and it's easy to be in like the the, the echo chamber a little bit because, you know, I've been talking about tokenized media for a long time. And like I've been talking about, like to me, it's so clear, like this is the next frontier. It's like with the rise of AI disinformation, we're going to need verifiable uh, like authenticity, on-chain provenance, like got to know where, the, where everything came from. And then there's like the tokenization of communities around media, like like what we're doing with NowPass and Now Network. But it's like, all of that makes so much sense to me. And then I go in and I and like I realize just how far behind a lot of like the the industry is. And it's like they're not going to figure it out for themselves. Like it's going to have to we're going to have to like bring this to them and do it in a way that makes sense. And so, yeah, I don't know if it's a spicy take, but it, like it feels spicier when it's, I'm like yeah, it's, having those conversations. I don't think you it's, know? It's, it's only spicy because I think that's what it is. It's only spicy because people just don't understand. And you just gotta do, and that's what it is, right? Like you just gotta do what you what you do, and then people will come, you know, come along when they when they're ready, which is a crazy thing. But it's just how a lot. I think the saddest thing sometimes is just like you know, there's one thing about oh yeah, you're innovative, but like people don't talk about how just because you're innovative um, uh, doesn't mean just because you're innovative that does not mean you're gonna have a whole bunch of people following you and supporting you, right? right. Like you, st- you still gotta meet the market where it is, yeah, right? and. Um, but it also doesn't mean you're not going to get people saying, oh, you're not doing it right. Oh, you're wrong. You're not going to like, and I think that's kind of, we don't talk about even a pushback to that. Like that can also do some things to you. Like, oh my gosh, I'm having these conversations and they're going nowhere. Or these conversations that's turning into like debates or arguments or like I'm being dismissed because they don't see what I'm doing or they don't see it as creative. And so you have to be the only one um, you have to be your own mascot in a way until, you know, hopefully people will, you know, come along and say, oh, wow, this happens. And hopefully it's sooner than later. Right. Um, but that is kind of what it is. And I think that's I, I think a lot of times we forget about that battle uh, when when it comes to innovation and innovators. hundred um, percent. Right. What it's like, oh, you're innovative. And I'm like, it's a dope title and name, but people don't know, like, there's so much baggage that comes with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the. That's the, that's, that's, that's the journey. Um, that's the journey. It is, man. All right. Your turn. Spicy take. What's <laughs> it? What, what do you got? I, I still think that, and maybe it's not that spicy. Um, but I, I still think a lot of platforms, um, I gotta be careful. A lot, I'm just going to say platforms. A lot of platforms don't know how to move in this space currently and they're like going to things that have already been done assuming that it's going to help them um you know copying like they're going to things that have already been done assuming that it's going to help them be able to like you know move and uh, move in the space but that only traps traps them um when it comes like because the space is always changing and if you're not able to like really you know have your own vision um, then you're not going to be able to like, you know, move with this space. And I see that and I constantly see it and I'm not sure how I can, and I, not all spaces. Yeah. I'm mean, not all platforms, but a good amount. 
Um, and I'm not, I don't know, I, I, my goal is to help, but I also feel like a lot of artists can help, but I feel like a lot of times they're not trying to go to artists. And which is weird because we are the voice of reason, reasoning or we have a lot of vision um, that I feel like a lot of platforms are missing. And so I don't know, that's that's my take on that. Um, I hope I don't get destroyed. Um, that's not for me. You know, I, I don't know. Like, what do you think um, in regards to yeah, yeah. to that? No, I mean, I, I, I think it's like there's there's a lot of. Um, it's like it's dated it's sometimes. Like, I don't know. It's like. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like there's a, in, a, in a space that <laughs> a space that loves to champion itself as innovative and always pushing the envelope forward. There's a lot of old school mindsets and like knee jerk reactions and things that like are kind of like, you know, uh, old, old, like old, like you know, that are not new ways of thinking, like still prevailing. And yeah, yeah. And so I think for me, the goal is to always make sure that we're trying to not only do incredible things in the space, but also that we're trying to widen the space. Um, yeah. If we don't think about both, it's not going to be what we want it to be. Um, and I think sometimes people miss the thought about like you know thinking maybe now folks are doing more i haven't seen many yet many i'm not and i'm not saying all platforms um yeah not saying y'all um uh i wouldn't be talking to y'all um but like you know uh there there are a few there are others and um and i'm using platform very vaguely because i want to be careful um okay so I, <laughs> I don't know if it's that spicy i'm too pc um no, you're but, good. You're good. But um, uh, I, but yeah, I think that is for it for me. I I think I'm 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 tired of folks not having intention of what they want to do, and it shows with their products. And you're like, okay, the the content seems cool, but what is the purpose? And if you don't have that, the simple purpose, then the whole thing is going to crumble, and it usually always does. So I think um, the starting point should be the intention. Um, when it comes to these platforms um, and what they're trying to do um, and also like how they're trying to like really be innovative and yeah, I, I'm going to stop there. So there it is. Well, you know, what you said about widening the space and, and you know, I think, uh, and then touching back on, on everything around visibility as well, I think, you know, the last thing I wanted to ask you before we jump into that last segment on like, uh, is, you know, I know you mentioned the Generational Wealth Fund. So I'd just love to hear a bit more about that and what the what the mission is there, what the vision yeah, is Yeah, so when I did a Generational Wealth Fund, um, this was pre-Bria, like really pre-Bria. And I was like, man, I know the BS coming. I really want to be able to be in a position where I can buy art from, you know, artists of um artists um, of color, uh, specifically black artists um, in the space, um, because unfortunately, um, uh, we still like, you know, it's it's um, very, you know, it's very difficult for artists of color to still sell the, the art. And so I was like, okay, I need to find a way where I can have um, this fund that goes to supporting that. And so I also, um, wanted to you know and I, I felt like this was a way to also be an example for like other projects that they want to like you know incorporate this um because i wasn't seeing that um so yeah like i have been able to buy art and we'll be buying art soon i'm going to be trying to buy more get back into it this year um you know um but yeah we've been um collecting and you know trying to also like you know showcase like hey this is a way of like supporting each other um i i, I 
it was something. Um, that's one thing I did love about coming into Web3. Um, when I first came, it was this beautiful thing of just like, oh, artists being able to like, you know, support each other. And, you know, I understand that it's very difficult, um, you know, for artists to be able to do that. And so I, I really want to be able to like, if anything, show that, hey, we have something here. It may not be that much, you know, and royalties are kind of gone now. So it is very difficult to keep it going. Um, but, you know, it, it's something that I still champion and I try to do as much as I can with it. Um, and, and yeah, and I also still try to give visibility to the artists that we do collect um, as much as I can um, with my platform, with all those things. Um, and yeah, uh, and, and hopes that, you know, it just um, helps the artists still wanna, you know, be out here, you know, creating and, you know, figuring out Web3. Of course, you know, you don't have to only be solely in Web3, um, but it is still, it, it still is, I would say, necessary for artists, artists like me um, to be here um, because this is the future, I, I believe. I believe this is the future. And so, um, and so yeah, uh, that's, that is the generational wealth fund. Um, Oh, I also didn't want to add, sorry, I didn't add this in regards to the um, the beauty supply um, is out of Durags, um, that it's a 300, um, um, sorry, 333 um, quantity supply um, and um, amount is at 0 0.09 ETH. I mean, yeah, ETH, which would be bridged to um, Albertron. But but yeah, just, just want to also include that as well. There it is. Well, amazing. Looking forward to, to all of that. And, and uh, no, I appreciate everything you're doing with the, with the fun. I appreciate as well. you, man. I learned yeah, so much no. more about you. Crazy. <laughs> I love it, man. No, these are, these are the, this is the best. This is why, you know, I, I, I love these conversations. Um, before we, before we, before we wrap things though, let, let's jump into our final segment, bullish or bearish. Uh, we'll start off. We'll start off with the easy one. Um, bullish or bearish music NFTs? I am absolutely bullish on music NFTs. I have a little there bit, it is. but <laughs> let's hear it. Yo, unpack that for us. <laughs> but I do, I do want musicians in the space to not feel, and it's it's not. I don't think it's musicians' fault. I think you know we're kind of conditioned outside of like you know Web three to think, oh yeah, we can only do, you know do it this way or whatever. And so I really want musicians in the Web3 space to not restrict themselves of like how they, how they can create, you know, their music NFTs or music within their NFTs or, or, or things like that. And so, yeah, um, I am bullish on it. I just also want, you know, musicians, musicians to um, just try to, you know, be as creative as possible and not give a fuck. Um, I think that's what it is. It's like getting caught up in like what, don't give a fuck. Do just what you feel like is, is going to like, you know, that's, that's calling you to do it. And, and I feel like it'll, it'll take off even more. Also to all the haters out there, you know, we out here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, next one, bullish or bearish AI art. Man. Oh yeah. You're, you're evil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am okay. You said AI art, so I'm I'm definitely bullish on AI art. But you know, 
AI art is not only to visuals, right? Visualization. We also have writing. We also have these things. And as we're seeing what going on with Hollywood, you know, we're seeing like, you know, how AI is legit a big factor when it comes to, you know, writers being on strike and actors being on strike. And so I think for me, I'm definitely for the art, but I also don't want this to be um, where we have to not, where, where people or industries can take advantage of, you know, artists. Acting is also an art, right? And, and so I, I, I care about balance and us trying to find ways to make this work. I understand that AI is a tool, but let's make sure that it's a tool and not something that is, you know, uh, being used to take advantage of people, which unfortunately humans are really good at doing, um, <laughs> you know? And, and so I, I just want to make sure that that's that, but I'm, I am bullish on AI. <laughs> I feel like I'm still going to get destroyed. I feel like that. There. I feel like no. the AI conversation, it doesn't even matter. It's just like, oh no, you're either for it or you're not. And I'm like, <laughs> No, there's gray here. There's some gray. You're like, I have, I have a nuanced stand. There's nothing wrong with a nuanced stand. Um, oh, gosh. All right. Last one. Last one. Uh, bullish or bearish on uh, Bull Run this year? <laughs> so I'm I try not to be a pessimist. Um, but, you know, and I'm going to say, hey, I am bullish because based off of certain people, do I know when it's going to happen? Is it because I don't know? I just thought I thought it was going to happen last night. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of felt that way, right? You know, felt that way. And yep. I don't know. Is you know, um, I think overall, I would say um, whether it's a bull or a bear, just make sure you um, have your ducks aligned. Like, you know, you have you, you have your things, you just you're just on point um, and you. You don't. Um, I don't know. You, you don't. You don't act like like it's all good. And you, I think there was this hopium because I came during the bull run, right? So oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anything bear. I didn't know what that was. And then you know, I've been in the bear. My drop ended up the day of the bear. Like I, I've been Damn. in this whole cloud of it. And so, but it's also I've, it's a learning. It definitely is a learning experience. You're like okay this and that and it, it it humbles the hell out of you um oh, yeah. not saying i was humble before, real fast but it's right? it's a okay you thought you were this no you gotta be you gotta be very strategic and i and i, and I think just to keep that keep that in mind um be and to do all a lot of the things that i felt like and so yeah i guess i am bullish on the bear because i want it to happen so be bullish on the bear um but i am still gonna make sure I, i'm moving um, the way I need to, like I was doing in, so I say that I'm sorry, I'm bullish on the, I'm bullish on the, the bull market. I'm bullish on the bull market, but I'm still going to be moving yeah. as the way I was kind of moving in the bear, because I think moving in the bear definitely made me, you know, uh, better as, you know, like how I need to like, hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I would say that that's, I don't know how to answer that. I, I, I answered it. No, right? it makes, makes a lot of sense right. to me. It makes a lot of sense to me. Right. So, you know, so yeah. Like you, you learn lessons. You learn lessons. A lot. You learn perspective. You're like, you're like, what was I thinking? Like, you know what I mean? You're like, you're like, look at this. It was so obvious. But it's like, you know, like euphoria is contagious, right? Like, and, um, you know, you can't, it's like, yo, like you can't blame people for dancing while the music's playing, right? But yeah. You just don't, you don't want to be the, la- the last one left on the floor. And I think <laughs> a lot of people were the last ones. And I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. Um, it was just like, 
Um, but I also was talking to a lot of people. And, you know, it's crazy because a lot of people that were in the bear. Uh, were you in the bear prior to? Like, were you here for like... Or did so, yeah, this was actually like, this was like my third crypto cycle. Oh actually. my gosh. You know, because I, you... I, I, I first started dabbling like 2013 with Bitcoin. I was the top signal then. I bought the exact top of the market. It crashed like two weeks later. Um, but, you know, and then uh, got that, realized I was like in, onto something 2016, 2018 with Ethereum. And then that crashed. And like, but, you know, like what was interesting was, you know, in those previous cycles, like crypto and, you know, they didn't call it Web3 then, blockchain or whatever, like that wasn't my main thing. Like it was something I thought was super interesting. I was like playing around with on the side. I thought it was cool. I like believed in the tech. But like, you know, when the crash happened, it was like my focus kind of returned to like music industry yeah, and yeah, media yeah. And, like, and all this. It, it's, it feels very different when like you're living the bear, you know? So like, like even so like, so it's like, you know, when you're living it day to day, you're showing up in that space. Um, you 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 think a lot about some of the the, the things you could have done more strategically um, during the bull, and that kind of sets you up for hopefully success. Uh, the next I would time say also right, like in the bull, a lot of us were like eat the maxis. I also was new, right? So fine, yeah. But now no, we're that's like that's part of it. Yeah, we're like all over the place. Oh yeah, sure, jump on that chain. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, like it's just, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is this beautiful thing I would say that came out of it um, that was just like, oh, don't be um, so, so like um, stuck on Rigid. one chain, yeah. um, which was, which is a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Oh, can I ask you one question? Yeah, man. Bullish or bearish on ordinals? I've been seeing a lot of energy now and, and I was, yeah, that's my question. Great question. Great question. Um, so I'm bullish. Okay. I'm bullish. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not actually like a, like, I don't hold that many. I'm not like really as like super active personally in the space, but, um, you know, I got into, uh, crypto through Bitcoin. Bitcoin was like in 2013, I read the white paper. I was like, I believe in this. This is really cool. I sent it to like all my friends. None of them really listened to me, but it was like, I was like, this is, this is dope. Like, you know, I, I believe in like this, you know, uh, alternative, the centralized financial system. This is right after the crash, you know, uh, and all that. And so like, you know, so for me, like Bitcoin has always held this place in my heart as like, this was the OG blockchain. It's like, you know, it's got, it's got, it's got like, you know, it kind of set all this into motion, all that. And there's an amazing like community there. And obviously there's a huge amount of liquidity there and, you know, as well. And like, what's interesting is, um, ordinals is, uh, now kind of unlocking the, the potential there. And like, it's bringing that like builder culture that, that really kind of left Bitcoin for Ethereum and other places that were more builder friendly. It brought, it's bringing that back to, um, to, uh, to Bitcoin, which I think is really great. Um, and you know, it, we've, it's been really dope. Like our not financial advice, Twitter, Twitter space, which we do, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays with Trevor and the Ninja yeah. alerts crew. Um, they've been like, he's really on top of that space and has done a great job of like covering that really well and helping people understand more about it. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm bullish on the ecosystem. I think it's also like one of those things that like, there are a lot of, there's a lot happening on it really quickly. So that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like bullish on every project happening right now. Yeah. I think it we're probably, it's in that like explosive growth phase where like a lot of these things aren't going to last but like i do think like ordinals as a protocol and like nfts on bitcoin um is definitely going to be a lasting thing okay and that's actually pretty exciting okay good I'm and, and what's cool about it too what's cool about it too ed like you said a lot of like so what's interesting is you know a lot of artists came into the space 
like they bought their first crypto in order to buy NFTs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so like to get involved in the NFT space. So a lot of the, for many of them it was ETH, right? Like you said, it was like it was like ETH was the that. And so you have this whole like like kind of new generation of of users who like for whom like Bitcoin hasn't really played a much of a role in their experience. You know, it's kind of like cool. Maybe I bought a little bit of that as like a store of value because people told me to. But like you know, it's like yeah. you don't really use it every day. All that like you know, but like it would what. Like what I think is kind of cool is that you have this whole kind of like new generation, like rediscovering Bitcoin in a way, like through ordinals, um, which I think is interesting. So like I'm 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 bullish on it. You know, it's like I'm I'm not like like, you know, this is going to take over everything or anything like that. But I do think that it's going to endure in some form. Okay, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I asked that question. I have another one. Okay, let's go. I got two, two more. This is one of the two. Layer twos. Are you bullish or bullish? Uh, bullish, bullish. Um, like LT summer? Yeah, yo, L- I'm bullish on LT. Let's go. And LT is like, here's the thing. I'm a big believer in Ethereum. You know, I'm not, I'm actually not a big believer in these new L1s they're trying to displace Ethereum. Like I really, really? think like Ethereum, like, you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not bill- bullish on the, on the Ethereum, on the quote unquote Ethereum killers. I think Ethereum has the network effect. I think it has the builder community. And I think like it has the roadmap and the plan to, to really uh, improve the infrastructure of the chain um, to address the areas that are at issue. I think like the successful merge is like really significant, but that's going to take time. That's going to take time. And we don't have the luxury of time for, uh, you know, like bringing this tech to the masses. And so we're going to need really good scaling solutions. Um, and so I'm very bullish on the L2s, especially the ones that are built on uh, around Ethereum. Um, and, you know, I, I also think that, like, they're still going to have a role to play even as the Ethereum blockchain upgrades. Do you think there's like, going to be a huge, I- like, like convergence of like, you know, a convert, like, oh, L2 is a new... Not the new Ethereum, but like, I don't know. Like, I see L2s being more prevalent, if that makes any sense. Well, especially as we think about NFTs and uh, as less of being like, you know, all right, if you're going to if you're going to mint a one of one artwork, right, and you want that provenance, you want that like cachet, like Ethereum is still the best blockchain to do that. Right. You know, like that's the place to do it. But like, let's say you're trying to, you know, airdrop a million NFTs to like, you know, uh, everyone who's like, you know, like tuning into the Super Bowl or something like that, you know, or like, or you, you're doing something like what MoonPay did with their, with like the Hollywood Horror Nights, where it's like, you can claim a free NFT, like, yeah. and there's like millions of people coming through or all that, like that kind of scale, you know, Ethereum's just too expensive. It's just, it just doesn't make sense to like, to, to do something like that there. You're going to need an L2 to, for like the, the really cheap, in a, like inexpensive, sometimes even free, like NFTs and like massive supplies. And I do think that's going to be a huge part of the next cycle is going to be much more affordable, um, lower price point, higher supply um, NFTs. Um, and I do think that L2s are going to be like, uh, have, a, have a really important role to play in that. But I don't, I don't think that like, to me, like I still don't think anything. Like I don't really see something eclipsing Ethereum. Yeah. Um, at least at this stage. Yeah. Dope. So where am I? Okay. What are you most bearish on in this space? Ooh. <laughs> you know what, man? Like, I'm super bearish on like, like, the blur farming that's going mm. on right now. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that you know, so like? like, I, like it's like, why? It just, I don't, I like, I, I'm like, look what you did. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, look what you did. Exactly. And it's like, like, it's just, it's unsustainable. 
and and it's it's hurting like everyone you know what i mean like it's just besides like the the you know huge whales who are just like manipulating markets to to earn you know to farm like you know the token points and all that like it's it's just it's it's bringing prices of of collections down even though holders are holding steady it's just like it 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 the way that it's set up it's just it it's just it's set up to incentivize dumping into dumping into dumping and like you know it, it's just having this like I think it's having a negative impact on the space. I think that it's like I'm I'm seeing a lot of my collections like you know going into blur like and I'm like man those royalties were just you know a legit for you know trying to buy art. I, I mean I understand, but it's just like gosh, it's, <laughs> it is sad seeing. Um, but you know yeah I. I agree. I'm just, and I, now when you see it, people are like, "Oh, what do we do?" Or like, "Why is the space this way?" And I'm like, "Listen to the artists." I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? and like you know, what I'm hopeful is like you know, with some of these new uh, like token standards being able to hopefully enforce royalties in a better way. Also, like you know, just uh, like making you know, just having like ecosystems with artists where like it's a values based community, and it's like you know what, it's kind of like on Super Rare. There's the ten percent. It's like if you're gonna transact on Super, you're gonna respect the rules of the engagement there. It's like there's always gonna be there's always gonna be some platform like Blur where like people yeah. can do it free of you know, where traders gonna traders gonna be traders. You know, farmers going to be farmers, DJs going to be DJs, but the people who actually want to like be collectors, who want to be uh, patrons of the arts, like there's a place, hopefully, you know, where where royalties are respected there, and and artists can still like benefit. Yeah, and I see that kind of happening a little bit more. I'm seeing more of like the culture coming back and finding new ways to like you know enforce it. Um, I think they're gonna have to figure it out though with code somehow, some way. But like, um, yeah. But yeah, okay. I, 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 I seems like yeah, we're all in agreement, Matt. So we're like best there friends now. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Let's go. Dude, this has been an awesome uh, conversation, man, dude. I, like, honestly, could great. go a whole other hour. I was like, oh man, I must be boring, know? Matt. I hope he's not No, poor. dude, no. <laughs> like, we could go a whole nother hour and a half. Let's, but, but you know, we'll save that for the next time. <laughs> Ed Balloon, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a great conversation so and super excited for your new project and everything to come. Thank you so much. Uh, a pleasure. Love entity now. Thank you so much, y'all. Well, there you have it. I could have easily gone another hour with Ed, but we'll save that for the next time. Uh, do check out his new collection. Beauty Supply is out of do-rags, out today on Prohibition. I think it's so cool to see Ed continually evolving his artistic style, embracing new formats like generative art and challenging himself uh, as a creative. Uh, you know, I think there's just a lot of great insights to unpack uh, from this conversation, from his entry into the space, uh, rise on Twitter, and uh, the way that he thinks about NFTs as a new creative canvas for all of his different pursuits. Well, if you enjoyed this conversation, I uh, want to encourage you to leave us a review at your podcast provider of choice. Uh, we love to see your feedback. The stars help a lot in helping surface this to new listeners. And we will see you again next week on the NFT Now podcast. Thank you. <laughs>